It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin. It is the Tuesday before Christmas, and uh, I got a Christmas present from Facebook today, which we're going to talk about. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, it's Eric Culcran, the Everything is Marketing Podcast. As always, you can get a hold of me, Eric, at MLive.com or on Twitter, at Polymath and Vine. And as always, if you're listening to this podcast, I would love it if you're on iTunes to leave a review. It helps this to boil up so more people can listen to it, which is always super helpful. Okay, let's jump into this as you've got a lot of stuff to do. You're either wrapping or cooking or finishing up shopping or whatever you're doing. Uh, I want to... Uh, Give this to you so you can get on with your day and uh, maybe enjoy it in one or all of those scenarios, right? So this morning I got up and I was going to do an interview for the MMA show that we do, Way of the Warrior. And I was going to periscope it so people could check it out. And I stumbled upon the fact that I now have access to Facebook Live. So my first Facebook Live broadcast is up on Facebook on both my personal page, the Eric Hulkren page, and the brand page, Eric Hulkren. So you can check that out in either of those places. And... I know I've been talking about this for about six months, but it is everything that you wanted it to be. So it keeps all the comments, so you can go back and refer to the comments and answer all the questions. It keeps the broadcast in perpetuity unless you want to delete it off of your timeline. And it shoots in the way that you would like it to shoot. So Periscope and Meerkat shoot up and down. Facebook Live shoots the other direction so that you can see the comments on the right-hand side while you are broadcasting in the left-hand side. I had a great time. I only did like 10 minutes this morning, but I think I'm going to do one every day this week just to keep playing with it because I had an absolute great time on there. And uh, as advertised, I'm pretty sure this is going to nuke Periscope and Meerkat. Okay, so for the past couple of weeks, I've been teasing you unfairly because I've never gotten around to the actual payoff, and I want to do that today, uh, of the number one thing, the only thing that you should focus on in 2016. And what is that thing? Well, it's a series of four letters. It's UI and UX. What are those? Well, it's the user interface and the user experience. And this is in both spaces, both in the digital space and in the physical space. So in a store and online. It is a number one, the most important thing for you in 2016. And most importantly, it is unapologetically the thing that you cannot get away with skimping on anymore. Jeff Leach was in Lansing doing a mornings at MLive and uh, he and I share a very similar view on user experience and how important it is. And if it is broken, my friends, you have to fix it. You absolutely have to fix it. Gone are the days. When you can sit around and go, okay, well, we really want people to sit on desktops, so we're not even going to bother with our mobile experience because we don't want them there. We want them to be on the desktop. News alert, my friends, 85% of consumption of the web happens on a mobile device. So if right now, let's just do a little experiment. Right now, take out your phone or wherever you are. If you're driving, don't do this. If you're not driving, though, take out your phone and look at it and open up your website of your company and tell me if it works on your mobile device. If it doesn't work on your mobile device, it is broken and you have to, that is your assignment to fix that and fix it right now. Those excuses are gone. In 2016, they're going to find another place to go because lots of places are doing it well. 
lots of places are not doing it well. Another place where people can grow as far as user experience goes is in membership. And I mean specifically right now, I mean membership in the, we'll call it commerce space. So over the weekend, I was finishing up my shopping and I had to go to two places. I went to a grocery store that has its own app and I went to Target, which has its own app. Neither one of them, I think, are A-plus players in the space as far as the app goes, because I I think they both have their series of problems. But mostly I want to focus on Target as a case study of what you shouldn't do when you're talking about user experience. Now, the user interface is fairly great. It's called Cartwheel, if you've never used it. Good for you. It's got a shopping cart on it, and what happens is you go into it, and then you start scanning all the things that you would like to buy, and it tells you if there's a deal. You load it up to your Cartwheel membership platform on the app, and then when you go to checkout, you show them your Cartwheel app, and then they give you the discounts. Here's my problem with it. One, if I have to scan everything in my basket, why do I then have to go to a cashier to scan everything in my basket once again? So right there, let's choose which one of those things that we need to do. Either because I'm a Cartwheel member, I don't have to worry about it and you're going to give me all the discounts, or I'm going to scan everything in my cart and hand it to the cashier who's going to scan it and then I'm going to be out the door. Nothing needs to come out of my cart because I've already scanned it for you. But what happens is they, of course, want all the data. They want to know the stuff that you're looking at because, by and large, I think I've used the Cartwheel app probably 20 times, and I think I've gotten four or five deals. So it's essentially a giant data sponge. All the stuff in the store that you're clicking on, they're gathering that data so that they can market to you in a more profound way. Now, that might not necessarily be in deals because, uh, as I understand it, my wife shops at Target quite a bit, and we don't see a whole bunch of deals out of Cartwheel, but they're getting a whole lot of data. I'm not saying you can't collect data on your customers. Go for it. In fact, you should be doing that. There's no excuse not to do that. What I am saying, though, is if you're going to collect data from your customers, it should be frictionless. When we talk about user experience, the thing that drives me crazy is friction. And I hate more than anything, more than anything, when you put friction in the way on purpose, when you could have removed it. So in this particular case, why do I have to scan everything in my basket so that you can scan everything in my basket? That is purposeful friction. Now, I don't care what the reason is. You obviously have a reason. I'm not saying Target just does things willy-nilly. They have a reason. The problem is I don't care what the reason is. I'm the customer, and I don't. it makes no sense to me because as I've been talking all year long, you're doing two things with your customer, saving them time or saving them money. Ideally doing both and bringing value to them in the process of doing that. And this doesn't really do either. Yeah, you get you save some money after you do a lot of heavy lifting. So essentially, imagine if you've never used this, but you've gotten married. Stick with me. If you've ever been married and you had to fill out a register with those dumb guns where you have to run around and scan all the things that you want and then people get to lit, that's what cartwheel is. You have to run around the store and scan all the stuff like it's your wedding registry every day at Target. When you get to the checkout, the poor checkout person has to do the exact same thing over again. It's not efficient and it's friction in the way. So when you are planning for 2016, which you should already be in the process of doing, it is the end of the year. We are all romantic about what happened in 2015. No time for that. We got to jump on to 2016 and what we're doing next. And the thing you need to do is remove friction in the user experience. If the interface is trash, you need to make the interface better. It has to be intuitive. If they go there and they don't do what you want them to do, that's not their fault. I hear from a ton of people who are like, I put up this website and I wanted them to do this form fill and nobody's doing the form fill. They're just going to this video and they're watching the video and then they're leaving. That's not the customer's fault. That's your fault. 
You haven't created an interface that makes them want to do that, or you haven't created value that makes them want to give you any sort of data to get whatever it is you're going to give them. The the blog post you want them to sign up for, they don't find value in. Give it to them for free first. Then create something of value so you can put them in a CRM database. That's how that process goes. If they're going to your website and not following the path that you would like them to follow, that is on you. That is the user interface, and you have it backwards, and you need to figure it out. The thing about the web and digital, even in physical, but we'll talk digital right now, is you've got to picture it like a Venn diagram. Long, there's been this discussion about programmers and designers, and they're on opposite sides of the coin, and they can't meet in the middle. Well, what you're seeing is them meeting in the middle in a Venn diagram, and right in the middle is the customer. The utilitarianism of the thing that they're using, the utility, how do they use it, and what does it look like? How do they use it? What does it look like? How do they use it? What does it look like? If those two things cannot be solved by you, find somebody that can solve it. Because I am telling you, as I've been telling you for 140 episodes, that the game isn't getting easier. It's getting harder. They have more choices for everything. There are more choices for everything. Nobody has a unique space right now. What they do have is unique customer service, which is why we spend all of this time talking about it and we spend all of this time celebrating. You see it day in and day out. Go through your Facebook feed, go through Twitter, go to Mashable, go to Digiday, go to Adweek. This time of year, what they're doing is celebrating people who are doing great customer service or great ads that tell a great story about said brands. We are celebrating customer service because that is the game changer. That is how you win. That is why somebody goes to Starbucks versus the coffee shop down the street, right? Because of the customer service or the perception of customer service. Fix your user experience. The mobile thing, test it today. If you didn't test it while I was talking, I want you to test it when this podcast is over and when you get to wherever you get to. Open your website, and if it sucks on your iPhone, if it sucks on your Android, you gotta fix it. You just, you gotta. There is no excuse, and you're running out of time. Because we are, none of us, this is the thing, none of us are unique in our product set right now. We're all offering, whatever you do, you are offering essentially the same wares and goods. If you're a blogger, you're serving up words. If you're a coffee shop, you're serving up coffee. Your coffee might be better, but most people don't shop based on better. It's the same reason that people use earbuds to listen to music because they listen to MP3s because they don't know the difference between high-end audio and low-end audio. They know the difference between the songs that they want right now and the songs that you won't give them. That's the battle. That's why you're seeing RDO gone in 2015, couldn't compete. We're going to call that universe down again in 2016, again in 2017. Why? Because they were dealing in the same product set. The game changer is the user experience. What do they have access to? How easy is it for them to use? And that's how they stick around. And then, of course, we get to price point and saving them time. Those are the things you got to do. But all of that boils down to UI, UX. One thing, user interface, user experience, user interface, user experience. And if you are listening to the podcast and thinking to yourself, okay, I understand what you're saying. I'm not even sure where to start. Here's what I like to do. When I'm walking around the world and I'm looking around my universe in the lens that I see the world in, which is predominantly marketing, I pay attention to all of that stuff. And every interaction I have with a store, with a website, with an app, I pay attention to the way in which I'm interacting with it. And when I get frustrated, there's your friction. When you get frustrated, that's the friction. And then you take those learnings to your brand and then fix it on your side. So if you're shopping now and you're going to a grocery store and there's something about that experience you don't like, that's the friction. 
Go back to your brand. Look at your brand. Where are the pieces of friction? How do you get rid of them? Get rid of them. That's what we're doing here. The user experience is how you're going to win in 2016. Yes, all of these other tools that I'm talking about make it easier for you to win. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook ads, all of those things make it easier to win. But none of it matters. None of it matters if the experience is terrible. None of it matters. You could have the best Facebook ad campaign ever. You could have a million dollars to spend on Twitter ads. It doesn't matter if the experience is terrible, which is why before you get to New Year's Eve, do a little self-assessment here and find out what pain points, what friction points you have in your brand digitally or physically. If you are in a physical space, walk around that physical space. Is it laid out right? Is it easy for people to find the things that they want to find? Or have you made it unintentionally difficult? Or is the space make it unintentionally difficult? Or worse yet, did you make it intentionally difficult? Because let's say you want them to buy this particular thing, even though they're going to go to the back to buy this particular thing. If you follow Martin Lindstrom, talks a lot about the placement of grocery stores. It's kind of where he made his niche is why things are where in the grocery store and the science behind that stuff. Walk around your space and talk through the science of where that stuff is in the physical space. And in the digital space, open the app up today. Do it today and take some notes. Where is the friction? Where are the parts of your app that suck? Where's the parts of your website on the mobile browser that sucks? And then you know what you do? You fix them. That's what you do. Have a great Tuesday. We will talk tomorrow. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast.